Welcome to the Simpler Business Podcast, where we talk about ways to do what you love and serve your people in a way that brings you income and freedom. I'm your host, Marissa Roberts. Join me as I chat with my favorite entrepreneurs about how they simplify their biz so that you can simplify yours. We're chatting with Naomi Finlay today about how doing what you love enables you to take massive leaps and get massive wins in your business. Naomi is Australia's renovation royalty and works with people around the country, helping them create beautiful, healthy and wealthy spaces with her renovation and design courses and events. You may recognize Naomi from your TV screens. She co-hosted the Channel 9 series Location Lifestyle Living, is an interior design expert on Channel 10's The Home Team and was featured in the reboot of Channel 10's Changing Rooms. She's also the creator and host of Renov, Australia's best renovation, home styling and DIY digital channel with weekly videos sharing top tips to take your renovation to the next level. Naomi is also a really good friend. We've known each other for years and I'm always so impressed at how she gets things done and the love and excitement that she has for her business. She really, really adores what she does and I think she's an amazing inspiration for people who want to turn what they love into a successful career. So you're on site today, Naomi, aren't you? So we might hear a little bit of background hammering and chain, not chainsawing. I don't know anything about this stuff, but whatever makes noise in a Renault, we could hear it, right? <laughs> You might hear some nail guns and you may hear some drop saws. Yeah. Oh, so that's saws what it and, is. Yeah, drop saw, not chainsaw. However, I do have a chainsaw on site, but we're not using it today. Oh, my God. I love what you do. It's so fun. <laughs> All right. So we're going to talk to everybody about your business today because you have such an exciting story. Like, I find you really, really inspiring. So do you want to start by just... Oh, thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Give us a bit of an example of or a bit of the story about how your business began because you weren't always in design, DIY and renos, were you? No, absolutely not. So I was a senior lecturer in medical science after working clinically in re medical radiation science for like 15 years. That was my pre-career. Um, so I moved so from the clinical different. world, yeah, to the academic world. And, you know, I have all those ridiculous traditional qualifications and accolades and masters and PhDs and degrees and all that sort of stuff. And then I pretty much was 28 and I went, Wow. Imagine if I had to spend the rest of my life doing this um, and then decided to go back to what my true passion was, which it always was. And it was just dampened by the, you know, the journey and the flow that we get sent on in our lives, often as traditional women brought up in a traditional way with traditional expectations. And so um, I decided that I would study design. And I also, interestingly though, this is interesting, I've never told anyone this, Marissa, so now mm -hmm. everyone's going to know. Ooh. One of the reasons I ended up in the business that I ended up in, which was in property staging, so property styling for sale, is even though my true, true passion was in design, because I only had a diploma in design, I didn't have a PhD, which was my standard level of education. Mm. I felt that I was never good enough. And so I ended up with the most amazing, would not change it for the world, I ended up with the most amazing property styling business for a decade. It was just awesome. But if I'm truly open, because I'm in the middle of a huge, very much awakening pivot right now in my business, if I'm really open with myself, that was because I didn't feel that I was enough to play in the world of design. 
Wow. So it's almost like you went from an industry where you're like, you were good at it. You were amazing at it, but you weren't passionate. And then you kind of went on a stepping stone in the middle and now you're still stepping, but it's like each step is more towards your alignment. Truth. Yeah. Yes. A hundred percent. And you excel at all of them. Oh, thank you. At the time, though, I had no awareness of that. At the time, I justified to myself the reasons why I should go into a property styling styling business. And I worked in design for those 10 years as the poor sister of my property styling business. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I was very much the poor sister, the one that, yeah, it was. it's really interesting to have this conversation. I've never had that conversation before. Yeah. But, it, and, it's, and the reason I think it's coming up for me is, as many of you know, I'm renovating Carrington House and it is an outrageously indulgent project where I'm deliberately doing it to share every single step with my community and to create myself the ultimate environment for my true birthing into my true passion of a dedicated design studio, which is really big to be that indulgent that I'm creating an entire environment to support it. That's so cool though, because we're all in such challenging times right now with all stuff going on in society. And it's almost like, I know there's a struggle out there, but it's almost like it took that to get you to the place where you were like, this, this is what I'm meant to be doing. Well, it's interesting, isn't it? Because it's the it's very much an awakening that's happening at the moment in the world and it's very much a peeling back of the onion. Like I look at our businesses all over time, like my property staging business was a big business. We had big multiple seven-figure turnovers, big staff, big overheads, big profile. It was amazing. However, as your businesses grow, you know, they become fatter and fatter onions and not all the time do those layers of onions always serve your purpose, always serve your business. So I'm finding this time is such an interesting time to dive into your onion, peel back parts that even though they might be healthy and people might love them, are they serving you? Are they part of your core? And and I'm finding that peeling back and that purging is really... Um, I don't know, it's really focusing even more on what is true. But let's be honest, Marissa, none of it's easy. Anyone who goes, just find your calling and follow it, (laughs) I call bullshit. Like, none of it's easy. Exactly. That's what I was going to say. Like, do you ever have moments where you worry that it's not going to work out? Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Oh, my gosh. Oh my gosh, there are days, and you know what's so interesting? I have noticed a trend. There are days where, and I've never told anyone this either, what are you doing to me? I know, I'm so lucky. (laughs) Um, That I, and there there has been three pivotal points in the last five years where I've found myself at the bottom of a bottle of wine and on Mm -hmm. seek. Wow. And... Generally speaking, within a week after that, something amazing happens. Yes. But I, it's, it's like I have to take myself to that point of vulnerability of what am I doing? I'm going to break mm-hmm. to allow that to surface. And, and you know, so that they're, 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 they've been extreme lows. However, on a weekly basis, mm-hmm. I would, without doubt, at least on a weekly basis, I would without doubt have, you know, the little no-no will come and knock on my shoulder and go, but what if it doesn't work? 
but what if? Because I have created so many things in the past. I'm like an epic creator. I've created so many things over my 10-year journey as an entrepreneur and some have been amazing. Some have made me an amazing amount of cash. Some have been amazing and made me no cash. <laughs> and it all depends how you view the success of something you create. Um, so I have very much had to look at a lot of my journey as a journey. And it all informs my next creation. Because you know what? Not everything is a billion-dollar launch. Not everything is a, wow, that made me a shit ton of money. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so I think it's important that people, people will often look at many people that have a beautiful, shiny brand and assume that it's perfect and smooth sailing and everything's great and people must love working for them. They must have the most amazing employees lining up at their door and they must look hot every day at work <laughs> and, you know, and they must make so much money because it all looks so great. And it's like, no, it's, there's real business and real struggle behind all these successful people that people might look at. Yeah, yeah. I think it's really exciting, like really interesting when you said, you know, sometimes you do have those lows, right? And you think you're, you know, you you have a bottle of wine, you're on seek and you're like, okay, this is probably not going to work out. What am I going to do as a backup plan? And you're right though, that's often the most, I don't know, I find that's often the time that that thing that happens just before we take an amazing leap, right? Like often that low comes and it's, it's always, it's, oh, how do I say it? It's almost like when I, when you get to those lows, that's the point where you can let go emotionally because you're already like, oh, well, if it doesn't work out. Because you feel broken. Yes. You and feel like, totally broken. I know. I know. But it's amazing because when you're still passionate about it, right, it's almost like that point where you go, you know what? I'm just going to let it be. If it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. And then, bam, you're not tied to emotionally anymore. And then all of a sudden it works out because you're not like clinging onto it desperate anymore. Does that make sense? Yeah. Oh, it's, you know what just came into my head? One of our dear friends uses this phrase all the time. Denise Duffy or Thomas always uses it, hold it lightly. And, and I, and I absolutely, if that's one thing that I say so often um, that I've learned from her about holding it lightly, um, because sometimes, and I think that's where you're heading with that. When you get to the point where you're like, Am I allowed to swear, Marissa? Yeah, or are we you clean? can. No, you're fine. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> you know, when you get to the point where you're like, it's all fucked. Mm-hmm. It's fucked. I'm fucked. I'm done. You've actually released your grasp on it. Yes. You've released the choker hold because you, and I know I'm not meaning to sound like a negative Nelly, but I'm just being really open about where I have been in business at times, you know, and it's like if you release the choker hold, often something can actually come from it. Yes, yes. That's the, that's kind of like one of my favorite things that Denise says is something along the lines of, you know what, everything's going to work out. Everything's going to work out. Every, like everything's going to be. How. Everything's going to be okay. Yeah. We don't know how, but we everything's just, going to be okay. Exactly. And the more light, you're right. Lightness really is the key, right? It's that hold it lightly. It's like that's okay. You know, you bounce back anyway, or it's going to be amazing either way. Everything's going to work out. And I think that you're such a good example of that happening. And you're kind of like, okay, great. So I'm just going to take the next step. Take the next step. Take the next step. And and then it's almost like the roller coaster evens out. And you start to go you, smooth and you get better each time and then you're ready for the next upswing as well then because you, you've kind of gained that resilience from doing it in the past. 
And, you know, I think that's interesting about what you said about the next step. One of my things that I actually learned from my daughter um, is the concept of facing forward. Because sometimes we, especially I find my generation and I find a lot of the time, especially women, we, when we put so much, when we put our heart and soul into things like falling pregnant, birthing babies, we like carry that like a batch right? Mm-hmm. And so often in our business, when we put a lot of energy and time into, you know, writing a book, creating a show, making a course, having a product or a service, it is like a goddamn badge. Yeah. Yep. And yep. then when no one buys it or they buy it, but not enough for me to keep offering the service or, you know, what might be a good fit or in, in five years time, you realize you don't want to offer it anymore. It's like, oh my God, removing that badge is like having a layer of my skin removed. And so, and we always then want to retrospective and retrospectively analyze it. Why didn't it work? What could I have done different? How could I have done it better? It's like, you know what? Just face forward and, and take a step. Yeah. Let Don't, it you know, you, you, you cannot move forward. You cannot go anywhere if we're constantly looking back. You know, we need to learn from it. We need to use our reflective learning abilities to learn from all of our experiences every single day. But it doesn't mean we need to keep looking back at them. We just need to face forward and move forward because yeah. there will be a new version of okay. Yeah. It's like what they say, don't try and swim upstream. Like just turn around and go downstream. Let the current take you. Let go emotionally, yep. just take the next step. I love that. Do you reckon it's because you've got a really good ability to do that? And I know our circle of friends is the same, right? Like we, we tend to have a few friends that we get together and I'm always like so positive and excited and amazed after we say go and have dinner or lunch. Would you say that the people that you hang out with, the environment that you put yourself in, you know, the stuff that you take in, would you say that that affects your ability to take action and put yourself forward for new ideas? Oh, my gosh. Yes. They're two of my secret weapons. So they're not secrets anymore. (laughs) Two of my secret weapons are the physical environment you surround yourself in. Mm -hmm. You know, we could talk forever about the concept of space medicine and about the impact on creativity, productivity, efficiency, effectiveness, relationships, communication. Like literally we could write a book. Well, there are lots of books, but either way I could go on about that forever about the envi- the physical environment you put yourself in affects you all the way from your cells to the way you smile to the way you think to the way you talk like it affects everything but similarly as do the people that you allow into that environment so and that's not just from being a cheer squad like it is from being expansive and by holding a space for you to break to for you to grow for you to explore for you to ruminate for you to do all the things that you need to do um so i think one of the things that i really want to make clear here it's not about surrounding people that will constantly go marissa yeah do that that'll be amazing you're ace like, yeah. because that's not what you always need in business and life. Yeah, you don't you want know? just yes but, men around you. Yeah. No, you want people to go, really, gnomes? Is that really, really true to your core? <laughs> you know? Or, or, or really, gnomes? Is that, is that really what you, are, you imagine this would look like? Or, hey, babes, you know, are you sure that you want to keep doing that for that amount of return as well as the, oh, my God, you're amazing. 
like it needs to be an environment that is truly there for you with all of your faces and all of your warts and all of your scars and to have the emotional and cognitive intelligence to know when to push and when to pull and when just to hold you. Yeah. Yeah, and to trust your intuition on it as well and just, yeah, yeah, I think you're right. I think it's so amazing the effect that the right people and the right environment and the right emotional release can have on you because, honestly, we get to where we get by taking steps towards it, but it's how we feel and, you know, what's motivating us that actually gets us to take those steps in the first place. Oh, my gosh, totally. So the other day... um, you know, uh, I think it was end of last week. Mm-hmm. I literally was in such a state of flow that my physical vibration was tangible. Wow. Like, you know, when you just go, I am so in flow that I can actually feel my increased heart rate. I can feel my higher level cognitive function. It's like anyone who's watched the movie Limitless. Yes. Um, or seen the, the series. It Bradley is Cooper. when. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's, you know. <laughs> I'm not forgetting that one. That I forgot to mention. Yeah, not <laughs> forgot. days. There's that moment, if anyone hasn't watched it, watched it, that you can get to a point in the right environment with the right people around you doing what you love. You can get to that point where it is like you're on AZT. Yeah. You know, it is literally, you are heightened and outrageously efficient and outrageously effective and perceptive and all the blocks are falling together. And that can actually, for me, that can have physical manifestations as if I am on AZT. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is so cool. And I, I just, I think, um, I don't think I'm not, I don't want people to be rolling their eyes going, Oh my God, she's all woo woo. No, I'm but I'm hardcore, I'm hardcore scientist. Like, yeah. But it's Hardcore. so true. It's so true though, isn't it? Yeah. It really, really is. And once you feel that, you you will crave that. You will crave the environment, the people, the stimulus and the work that gives you that rush. Yeah. Because when you get that, when you're in that space, you also get results. Yes, that sort of vibrational level. Yeah, that's when you get the biggest results. So if you were talking to somebody who was it just... Is so true. Yeah. All right. So let's say someone comes to you and they say, look, I want to get in that place of vibration. I want to get to that level where I'm going to be taking those steps and feeling good about it. And everything around me is going to kind of align with that. How do they start? Like, what would you say to them in how to get started doing that? How did you do it? Whoa. Great question. So I would, first of all, look at your physical environment because obviously Mm -hmm. that's how I roll. Second of all, I would truly, people say it all the time, but I would truly look at the five people around you. Yes. And I would also look at what you take in through your ears and your eyes. Oh, yes. Yeah, you know, point. because I don't know about you, but even I, and people go, no, I sometimes get Instagram anxiety. <laughs> yeah, I can be Living on Instagram and be like, I've got Instagram anxiety and I have to shut it down. Pinterest. You know? I have and, it with I, Pinterest perfect. Yeah. <laughs> and so I, you know, and I'm in this field, like I should be like, it's my flow place. It's not. Um, and so for me, what goes into your eyes and your ears through all of the socials, the news, the radio, you know, don't be as extreme as me. I do live in a bubble, but I do believe that 
so much of what is out there in mainstream media um, can really dampen the flow of where you need to be in business. And I have no doubt, and I'm not saying, you know, if your husband or your partner or your sister or your brother or your mum or your dad aren't the type of person that you need to surround yourself in a business sense, Mm. I don't mean hang them out to dry. I mean, don't engage them on your work. So, you know, so when they go, how's work? Oh, it's great. Thanks so much. And leave it at that. And leave it at that. And you save those conversations for those people that will hold that space for you. Um, So I'm not saying like totally outcast yourself from anyone who isn't that five. Don't disown them, no. (laughs) No, But I'm saying you just have a party line when they ask about it. Yes, I love that. And I think that's so true. It's really about, you know, I feel like saying shut it down is too harsh, but it's like move yourself away from those conversations if they're not serving you and then continue those kinds of conversations with yourself or the people who do align with that. And then that way you can sustain that vibe. Yeah. And yeah, exactly. So so when, you know, let's say it's your brother, when he goes, so how's work going for you? Yeah, yeah, it's totally great. Um, Oh, really? Yep. And then I'll be like, so how are the kids? Yes. Just a smooth transition. How are the kids? Tell me about them. I can't wait to hear. I love that so much because I think most of us, we get so caught up in everyday life and we get this kind of feeling like we have to defend our choices if people don't agree with them. But you're right. We don't actually have to do that. We just need to go, it's great. Next topic. Yeah. That's it. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Or, you know, you can be doing the, um, if someone persists, look, it's all going really well. I'm just not up for talking about it today. Let's talk about this. Because it's okay to draw that line. It's okay to draw that boundary. If you know what's on the other end of that conversation Mm -hmm. is you feeling lesser, you not feeling motivated, you questioning your choices, it's kind of like what we teach our kids, Marissa. Like we teach our kids that if they know that an interaction is going to give them a no feeling, then Mm -hmm. they set a boundary and they don't go there. If we know that a conversation or an interaction is going to give us a no feeling in a grown-up way, then it is okay to set a boundary and not go there. I'm so taking that with me today. That is such a good point. We do say that to our kids and I forget all the time as an adult to do that myself, like that it's okay to do that. Yeah, and without explanation. You don't have to explain or apologise. You just need to be able to put yourself in your own little vibing space and enjoy it and that's totally fine. And you know what? That is what, it's so funny that you said that about explaining. That's one of the things that's one of my challenges. So often I will need to be heard as to why in some situations. I'm actually working with this really funny gentleman at the moment in in my business, as in just one of my trades. And he will, I'll go, so, and then I'll pause and he's gotten used to saying to me, cool, you don't need to explain to me why, you just need to explain to me what you need. <laughs> I love that so much. <laughs> and he knows that I, mu- I must say so, and that's obviously when I'm about to explain why, and then at the end is what I need. So now he'll, I'll go so, and he'll go, what do you need, not why you need it. Oh, and I'm like, awesome. okay, good. <laughs> Let's just get to the end really quick. That's so good. That's so good. It is. It is. Wow. This has been so much fun. Thank you so much for sharing all of that. And I find I really enjoy this conversation because, you know, when you sit down to interview somebody and you think, okay, we're going to talk about this and this and this. I'm like, (laughs) we've covered all of that. And then we've both kind of come to this place of, no, it's also about 
you know, how you act in your environment and what you're thinking and how you're treating people. And I'm like, this is amazing because that's the sort of stuff people need. It doesn't matter if they're doing renos. It doesn't matter if they're doing, you know, like simplifying, like I'm obsessed with. It doesn't matter if they're, you know, a mechanic or a dog groomer, like whatever they actually want to do for a living. The most important thing is kind of that, that, environment you put yourself in and that vibe that you create around yourself and the being able to hold it lightly and let it go and then take the next step all of that stuff is gold that can apply to any business and really anything in your life can't it oh so well said it applies to it applies even to parenting Yes. On the weekend, one of my children did something that I was absolutely appalled with. <laughs> and I mean, like, I'm not even going to, I can't even say it. Absolutely appalled. And I remember I had my internal reaction. I had my seeking to understand circle. I had my, these are the consequence. And I had to really practice the face forward. Cool this has happened, I could ruminate, I could look over my shoulder, I could analyse, I could, what if I'd done this or what if I'd done that or what if, instead I just went, you know what, this is part of the roller coaster. I am not going to choose to allow this to be a big dipper. Yep. I'm just going to face forward. Yeah. And we're going to face forward together. So you're right, this stuff, you know, this applies to parenting, to marriage, to business, to, yeah. Yeah, everything. everything. Yeah, that's amazing. It does. This has been so much fun. Thank you so much. Oh, I love talking to you. I love talking to you. And now I'm like, why haven't we gone out to lunch yet for a while? I know. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to tell everybody where to go if they want to see more from you, okay? So is the best place NaomiFinlay.com or do you Absolutely. reckon social media? Well, they can head to NaomiFinlay.com. You can see, you know, all the biz on there, yeah. books, reno, courses. But if you just want a sneaky cheeky and be able to see what I'm up to, then probably over to Insta. So at Naomi Finlay Official. A sneaky cheeky. That didn't sound very appropriate, did it? If you want a sneaky cheeky, follow me on Insta. I'm not going to no, say that good. anywhere else today. <laughs> awesome. All right. So, guys, you can go to Naomi's website or her Instagram. Be prepared for the beauty that is going to hit your face when you start looking at it because you just have, oh, my God, I just feel like I could jump into your Instagram and live there because the color palettes and the styling and the furnishings and that coziness, the beauty that you put into things. I'm like, I just want to live in every place you renovate, like literally <laughs> every place you renovate. We could make that happen. We could totally make that happen. I'm like, where am I? Yeah, I really need to refocus my goals and have you come over and like do some spaces for me as well. Because you're right, I, I think you're known for creating amazing spaces and that is the perfect way to sum up what you do. When I go into a space that you've styled or designed or renovated, I just feel this real sense of ease and calm and coziness and it's amazing so guys if you haven't seen oh, naomi's instagram you. yet oh you're welcome it's so true if you haven't seen her instagram yet head on over there it's what was it again naomi finlay official naomi finlay official brace yourself because sometimes there are some hardcore reno pics on there but i do try and make them black and white so they're not so offensive <laughs> Awesome. All right. Well, thank you so much for being here today. I hope that we get to catch up with you again soon. And yeah, good luck with everything. I don't think you need any luck, but yeah, I'm keen to see what your next step is towards your pivot. Oh, thank you, beautiful. I'll talk to you guys again soon. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Simpler Business Podcast. If you did, please subscribe, rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. 
There's a link in the show notes to make it nice and easy for you, just the way we like it. If you're ready to simplify and scale your business, you can get started with my free audio class at marissaroberts.com. See you next time.